welcome to episode 17. It's been a month and yay many days. Yeah, we've been a little bit busy this month with other things uh, such as youth camp and other crazy projects. So yeah, and we just were living. It's yeah, summertime. just living. With it's who? summer. Blazing it up in the heat. <laughs> yeah, probably not as bad as North Carolina, but yeah, up here in South Central Pennsylvania, it's been a little warm. It's been. It was a hundred degrees of humidity yesterday. Yeah, hundred degrees. Yeah, it was hot, hot, too hot for my liking. But speaking of hot, uh, today's subject is going to be kind of a uh, kind of way to slide that in there. Yeah, we're just going to slide that in. Hot. Today's episode is conditioning. Yes. It's a heated topic. It is heated. No pun intended. Yeah, you know, AC condition. No conditioning. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had that. We had that. We had that line totally planned entirely. Absolutely. That was a great line. I didn't even know we had. Yeah, no. We're, I'm glad you thought of it. All anyway, right, well, that's it. Let's, that's it. We're done. I feel like every week it's like that. Song. Every time we post a video, like the first 30 seconds, like that was that was a one-liner we needed. That's it. We're done now. Yeah, we're done. See you next month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. No, I guess I guess um, we're talking about conditioning today. That, uh, you know, the previous episode we talked about manipulation, but this yeah. one kind of really comes a little close to that one, but it's kind of, you could say it's in the same family. But, very close yeah it, close. like like you're talking like a hairline difference in yeah ways. yeah so like they play hand in hand they do they, they they need each other almost so but it's definitely definitely a topic that needs to be shouted out there's probably thousands of people that are going to be like wow yeah they they said that it's like yeah you know we, we said, said it. it yeah because well, we will it needs it. to be said and it needs to be exposed um yeah you know because it's happening in places it shouldn't be happening at and uh you know we're not meant to be slaves. No. But yet we're slaves. That's the attempt. So, and you know, in truth is we kind of are slaves. I mean, it's a successful know, attempt. Yeah. We, we really are slaves until we come to the truth. You know, and the truth is obviously what sets us free. Right. And yeah. So, I mean, take it from there. What do you want to, what part of this you want to talk about first? I mean, in terms I of guess, conditioning. I guess we'll hit biblical aspect conditioning because there's a biblical aspect and there's life everyday life aspect of conditioning of society so it goes hand in hand and both of them influence one another so i mean biblical conditioning where do you start with that um i would venture to say a lot of people were burned by the church world because of this conditioning when they wake up to it and and they see that as control yeah um, you know i'm gonna add to that too is um the final effect of this I'm gonna go to this extent. This demonic attack. Yeah, definitely demonic. Yeah, this 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 uh this final thing will force a person to stay in the defeated side of the conditioning because right. you don't have to stay there. You can actually get out of it, and you can certainly uh, uh be you know, victorious through it. But that's typically not what happens. By the end of the, by the end of everything you're going to be talking about, mo- what mostly happens is people run away. They no longer come back. They're hurt. They're, they're devastated. They're destroyed, worn out, burned out. You know whatever All terminology you want to pull out. Of the they're Christ- done with. They're done with Christianity. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. Exactly. Whatever. With salvation with all of it. Right. Whatever. Term you'll pull out of the Christianese Bible. I yeah. Mean, the know, Christianese. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, whatever you want to pull out. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, we can start simple with what what do you what do you hear the most frequently when it comes to like a I personally when you when you think about somebody that doesn't go to church, oh, I'm not I don't I don't have a suit to go to church. Oh, I don't I don't oh, have the I don't oh. have the dress clothes. And you know I, I I can't fit in because I have to, you know, dress all up all spiffy and Right. Nice. And you know that is so much a western society problem. Um you know, 
oh my goodness but is it is it truth I, and every i again we're not here to we're not bashing churches. take anybody down or hurting anybody or whatever but man there's my my you know the, the denomination i'm associated with you know i watch the the, the perceptions yeah. of everything and all i see is just nothing but suits and i and there's nothing wrong with dressing up i mean you sure you no, can look no. good you can you can you know wear your whatever i mean it's fine but but if you, the truth is you want to be you want to you want to win the, the hearts of people around you you're you're not going to do it in a suit uh i mean that's no. just the way it is it's not going to happen in a suit now someone out there is going to go oh, what are all these people and it's probably not going to happen in a pulpit either most of the time no it's not <laughs> Um, but that's for an, I'm just that might be <laughs> no, another that's, episode. That's kind of in this episode, though. Yeah, but, it's uh, not. I mean, you know, but yeah, the, I, okay. Let's roll this back a few years. So you use pastor days. Yeah. Number one question, you know, teens are teens. I always had never kids. They didn't have to worry about this, but teens. Right. Well, what do, what do we wear to go to this function? It's like uh, jeans and a t-shirt, or uh, yeah, I remember shorts that. and you know just, just you know, I mean casual. Oh, we don't have to dress up to go like why i mean and the reason why they act that way is because they see it they see the adult world right. you, know, you, know, you know i'm going to say it like this playing church and then you know and then meanwhile all these youth events they're just being them right now you know and so where's the line draw there well and then you have the other aspect today where it's come as you are and you have like you know the 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 memes uh that are like the worship pastors are always dressed up like in like you know these like ripped jeans and stuff so they went from one aspect to the other Right, but then they end up compromising other, uh, like their worship services and stuff, which which will lead me into the point since I'm going to say that, uh, worship, uh, is portrayed as only one aspect of music. Right, like you got to be in a worship service with the music, and and that's how you're going to touch God. But Bethel's probably the Bethel. I'm going to call him Bethel's probably the <laughs> the number one. <laughs> yeah. Way to God. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, truth. I mean, truth. I mean, everybody thinks playing repeating at it. Repeat a certain song over and over, and do oh the bridge twelve times. Come on, the next oh, one's gonna power. Oh man, through. I just I just feel the spirit coming in on that one, and yeah, and, and, no, but it's there's a conditioning that, and then when people don't get that uh, that that environment, then they don't experience God in their personal life because they think that's the only aspect of worship. Whereas right. your everyday life is a worship to God. Well, you know, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna drop back. You to, do. I'm gonna drop back to the dressing thing too. The way people dress, it's it's in a fora mm-hmm. that you feel like you do a certain method and certain thing, you get these certain results. Right, it's a formula. So I'm going to go to church and dress up holy. And God's going to recognize that. And God's going like, yep. yep. And I'm going to sit here and I'm going to make sure I do every little hymn. I'm going to do every little song. and I'm going I'm to say amen when I need to or make whatever. Make sure you repeat every prayer. You know, make, make sure your head's bowed and your eyes are closed and you know, why, why you're praying and you just do all those right things, right? Right. And God's going to just just bless you because you just went through all those emotions. All those emotions. And really, really, that's not what he's looking for, anyways. He's looking at the heart. Now, I'm not again not no. saying that those things are necessarily wrong, but it's the overall imagery. There's it, nothing wrong with it. There, there, there was a church that was not uh, it wasn't too long ago that I was considering to go and visit, um, and so I said I'm going to go online and just you know look at their average Sunday. Yeah. And the first thing I saw was uh, what I call you know throne chairs. You know, three throne chairs on the, in the middle of the stage, 
You mean the metal chairs? No, throne chairs, as in the high back chairs. Oh, throne. Yeah, I thought you throwing. said throwing. No, throne. Sorry, throne. I was like throwing chairs. Was this yeah. like WWE no, no, or something? No, that, that, no I might have went for that. I mean, <laughs> that, WWE church smackdown. You know, I mean, better than playing with snakes, I guess. But hey. Um, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> but the, the um, you know, but they they had that. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I'm not going to judge with Wes Carver. Maybe it's just decoration. Right, right. Wrong. Boy, it was traditional. I mean, and this was within you know, a Pentecostal denomination. And I'm like, I'm, I'm looking at this and I'm like, and here they're all in their like thousand dollar suits. And then, then, then the camera's on the crowd and I'm looking at, I'm looking at the overall audience and yeah. I'm seeing the same thing across the audience. I'm like, there is no way unless God tells me I am going to go and go and visit that place. Cause, cause it, it is all about, you religious, can tell it's, it's religious, it's prestige. Um, I, I can imagine if I would walked in there in a t-shirt and a pair of jeans, you would never heard anything. I, they never would have introduced themselves to you. Yeah, it would have been bad. Nothing personal, like, yeah. oh, how are you? Thanks for joining. I'm right. visiting our church. Yeah, it, it, yeah. I just and I know I'm being a little judgmental there, but it's Speaking, pretty. And there's two sides of the fence of that too, because you can have some churches that are extremely bombarding and want to, you know, want you to be like, oh, make sure you come back next week and this and the other, and and they they try and talk your ear off for like an hour. Yeah. And then you have the other ones that don't acknowledge you at all. Right. So there's like two sides of the fence for that. Right, but and yeah, that's just something. To but but yeah, but you have that, and then you know, and then moving onward, you know, you have the the worship aspect that you're talking about. Yeah. So you have so you have okay. Well, we're gonna do the three hymns, and then and my, my favorite, right? My favorite, my favorite conditioning part here, rather. Whoo, my favorite. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm doing this so intentionally this way because I've I've actually seen this happen a thousand times over. You get those three worship songs in, and everybody's feeling it. You know, they they got the goosey bumps, and you know, interrupted. And we guess, oh, it is time to take up that offering. Yes, it is. Glory to God. Hallelujah. <laughs> I mean, it is time to take up that offering. <laughs> yes, yes. There's nothing. There's no better time than the, than the, to to, to uh, solicit the Holy Ghost. Listen, absolutely. Take out your wallets. If God, it, 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 listen, and don't feel pressured to give. Don't. But if listen, don't. <laughs> Don't feel only give, Woo! only give if God is telling you to give to His ministry. And just right now, somebody listening right now, right now listen, somebody listen to this podcast just turned us off because they're like they can't take it. <laughs> we need to put on a new roof, by the way. Let's just get out the projector over here. Like, oh, by the way, we need to put on a new roof. So uh, let's. Uh, we need we need some drywall downstairs, and we need this, that, and we, the other. We're Ooh. believing that God's going to make it happen, and that we're not going to worry about it. So don't feel pressure to donate. So but if, if you, you can at least today, give a hundred dollars, God's going to bless you. Oh, absolutely. Oh man. Oh, I, I I wish I wish I was totally joking about this. I mean, I really wish I was. I wish I was. Oh being... no, it's a very active. It's, that's how. Listen, ninety. <laughs> I dare say ninety nine percent of churches will do about three, four songs, maybe five, if you're feeling feeling it. And then they're just, let's cut it off. It's offering time. Now, you know, there, now, was, there is an order you have to do stuff in. Yeah. There has to be an order. Sure. But it's in, it seems intentional, you know, like. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, I was at, I was at, a, a, I've been at a couple of churches in my time where they took up offering the very, very beginning before they even started. I have to. I have frankly, to. that's actually very biblical that way. Um, you know. There's to, no interruptions at that point. There's no interruptions. There's no pressure. It's just, hey, we're here. If you want to, go ahead. Yeah. The the offering, the offering idea was, in, was instituted with, uh, with the temple tax, if you will. Yeah. Um, you know, you just, but all the temple tax was, was just, you know, helping pay for the salaries or, or if you would, a livelihood of the priest. Right. 
episode they gave before they went in. And of course, we all know the story one time. Gia's like, you know, hey, look at that woman over there. She gave too much, but she's the one who gave the most. She gave everything she had. Yeah, she gave what she had versus she gave out of her what she didn't have versus people just giving what they had extra. Right. So, um, big difference. Yeah, a big difference of the heart there. Uh, The person, and not not that you have to pay to go to church, you know, but I mean, let's be real. There are expenses for keeping a church building operating. Absolutely. There are. There's a lot of expenses. But, there's still that conditioning of soliciting the Holy Ghost. I mean, I, that that right there is there, what makes me so irritated. There is a very fine line between needing expenses paid for for a church that to keep it functioning for the for God, for you know, ministry and for the kingdom of God, as you know, that's what they all say, um, and actually using the Holy Spirit to try and tug on people's hearts to give them money to yeah, make them feel soliciting. like that they're making a difference, to make them feel like that they are. Uh, that, that that's the right thing to do in yeah, that moment. Exactly. So it's almost like um um what is that? It's not it's like it's the opposite of conviction. It's like guilting. You know, guilt you know, it's guilt tripping versus conviction. You but know. with a reward that's promised yeah. to be an outcome. Like yeah. a, a promised reward. Yeah. if you're there if you're going somewhere and somebody's prosperity teaching, get out. Now that's not to say that if you don't if you give out of your heart that you're not gonna be blessed. Because no. God sees your heart and knows what your intentions were. Right, but we're talking about Even people you know, if, but we're talking about people that actually teach prosperity. Right, right, if you right. Give right. Your $10, I'm God, talking about the people that are following that, not realizing and thinking that that they're, you know sure. Yeah. Sure, yeah, it, it's true. There's it's but true. the people that are doing the prosperity preaching are going to have some answers. Oh, to, they would definitely have to some give, answers. Uh, you know, at the end of all this, well, I'm going to let you keep on going down your list here. I don't want to keep uh, jumping in, but well, anywho, yeah, yeah. we're going to go down this list. I have to keep lists for ADD purposes. We'll get nowhere. <laughs> well, we'll get somewhere, but it'll be everywhere else before we want it to be. Right? Oh man. Uh, okay. We talked about worship that was important in the giving. Um, another thing is about churches that I've seen, especially in my generation. I guess I classify as a Gen Z. I'm a Gen Z, I guess. I'm not even a Gen Z, but I'm a Gen Z. Um, is staying in your comfort zone uh, within churches. So I've seen, if anybody, I'm, I'm going to call a shout out John Chris. Because if anybody's seen John Chris, his videos are hilarious. But uh, he made a video on um, Gen Z. Uh, I think it was Gen Z or Gen X and Z. Um, finding churches nowadays. And they literally go and church shop and have to pick the perfect church because, oh, uh, this one doesn't work with my convictions or, or this one, they dress up. The, the worship leaders have too many ripped holes in their jeans. Like, literally, this is the video. Everybody should go look it up. Watch yeah, it. I've seen it, this one. It's funny. It, it, it's funny this one's too holy true. and too Pentecostal for me. There's too much There's too much holiness in this one. Or there's uh, this one's too loud. Right. This one's too early. We can't go to service at 9 a.m. We want to be there at 11. You know what I'm saying? Like, And, and that's kind of how Gen Z is. They kind of want everything tailored to themselves. So. Yeah. It's, it's funny, all on their it, term. It, it's funny, but absolute truth. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah, I um, mean, yeah. So, yeah. Listen. So, but we're just, just don't just don't be taking my seat where I sit every Sunday. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know that's what I'm saying. So the same mentality of don't and, take my pew. And, and this I'm, is my pew. This is yep. my set ways. I know what we're gonna do. We're gonna and, come in and have our songs. And, we're gonna praise God. And I'm telling you right now, if we're one minute past twelve, I'm out of here. And the buffet is gonna. Get, yeah, we gotta we gotta get going. And the God forbid the sermon's too long or the worship's too long. Yeah, that yeah. is the same mentalities as Gen Z trying to find the perfect church yep. to fit their needs. It's the same thing. Yeah, it's the same but thing. They, they bash on Gen Z for doing it now. Right. Well, the ones. It, well, it's it's, just, it's the same demonic spirit just Correct. playing just playing a different a different playing, method. It's playing both sides. Yeah, it's playing both sides exactly, and and making one look like the you know, the age old you know got a speck in your eye and beam in the other. Right, right. You know that it's just that. 
you know, so yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. Um, you know, so. But we're conditioned to stay in our comfort zone because, and here's the thing, how many churches are actually giving messages that either A, aren't repeated or around the same base thing of faith or uh, uh, your trust in God, your faith in God. Uh, it, it, there, there's no growth in a lot of churches. And yeah. that then results in you staying in your comfort zone and you go to church every Sunday getting the same message or something similar and what is it benefiting you? I think I think the big boy word there would be they're not being discipled. And yeah, discipled. Yeah, the, that's a good word. Yeah, they're 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 uh, they're not being discipled. So let's think about that for a second. Disciples. Big boy word. Yeah. All right. So disciples. When did they ever have it easy with Jesus? Almost never. never. I mean, he was hard on them. If you really go back and look at it, he was hard on them. I mean, yeah, you know, bad. I mean, it was, I can't. Again, I, we've talked about this before, but I can't imagine when he looked at Peter and called him Satan. I mean, that that was probably like he's for like rude okay that, that 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 was like heavenly cussing almost i mean i don't <laughs> i mean i don't know what else to call it I mean, it was you know but you know jesus was not easy on his disciples i mean at one point in time I was like how long do i gotta deal with you guys i mean i mean this because, is we called satan by jesus is pretty yeah, that's that's brutal. pretty brutally like that's like, what i'm saying i am i don't know uh, uh, um uh, wow i need to i, 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 I need deliverance there. lord <laughs> so get some sand and rocks quick yeah <laughs> but yeah <laughs> But you know, just stow me while you're at it. You know what I'm saying? But discipleship requires requires sacrifice. Yeah, it, it requires being uncomfortable. Discipline. It, it requires you to learn things outside of what you otherwise can't teach yourself. Right. You know, right. discipleship. You're 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 going to you're going to be taught by the Spirit of God. Number one, which He may also use other people to help you learn. Mm-hmm. But you're going to go through tough times. It's going to be. Um, I mean, Jesus. Life's not easy. I mean, did Jesus not send them out on the out on the sea, knowing full well the the waters were going to rage, and just kind of let them on their own in a way? Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, you know, what's sad about that? They he didn't catch was, any fish either. He no, knew. He yeah, knew they were yeah, catching fish. Yeah. He's like, well, let them fish for five hours and like catch nothing. <laughs> yeah, and, and then and then and then in the, in the storm, while the storm's raging, he 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 decides to just you know just go ahead and walk across. Nonchalantly walk walking out on water. Just he's going to pass them by. That's, where he was that, going. that's what nobody I realizes. Know. He was just going to walk past them. I wonder where he was going. And then they, they, they saw him and called out to him. So He's he, like, what are you guys doing? Oh. Oh look, look at them. They don't they don't remember the other day when I when I actually spoke to the spoke to the storm and it calmed down. Now they're back in they the same boat again. Never forgot. You know, so I'm gonna just walk on by, let them deal with this. I'll see them on the other side and then they're all tattered and all stuff, you know. But conditioning. A conditioning also you know, when Jesus when Jesus died, and he resurrected, what did he you know you know what he found them doing again, back to the same, same old life same cycles, old yeah same back life. to fishing back to doing, it's like hello but dude. then they but then they see Jesus like oh we're ready to go again and they start to cycle over you know what the modern day equivalent that is What's that? going to church on Sunday and being like oh I'm here to hear what I'm the word I'm supposed to hear and then the rest of the week you end up just doing the same old same old you're doing before over and, and then over. you go back to Sunday and go I'm on fire again and then you leave and then nothing changes nothing's different your perspective on life doesn't change and then Sunday morning you're like I'm in church again yeah cycle it's the cycle same thing it's as if Jesus was leaving the disciples like you said and that they're like Okay, and now what? All right, well, we don't have Jesus directly in front of us giving us orders and what we're supposed to do, so if nothing's directly happening in front of us, then, uh... Yeah. I'm going to go fishing, guys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I think this would be a good time to kind of transition over to, to what's like in life. Be, yeah. yeah. Because... Well, it isn't just biblical. So, mm-hmm. life, the, the conditioning that we have in our everyday lives 
plays hand in hand biblical because these same conditionings is what forms the people that like the pastors and stuff that we're getting our our information from wait well, 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 here well, here's here here's a mind-blown thing for every pastor listening you know so if these same people that are doing the same thing over and over within church walls are going out and doing the same thing over and over from coming in from the world they're coming back to you the following week mm-hmm. what difference did anything make nothing nothing so what, what, what we should see, what, what pastors should see is the, is people leaving and then coming back different the following week. They, they should have a story. There should be somebody with a story every week almost, you know, week after week. So real, real walks with God, real walks with Jesus, the, being led by the Spirit of God will change you. There, there, there is no way around. He will, he will teach you how to live free. Right. Um, you know, We'll we'll come back to that in a little bit. But there's been some things that I've I've been that I've been uh, you know I guess rocks thrown at me for that wasn't true in a way and and but that's perception but that perception because these other people are going through a cycle mm-hmm. and I'm living outside that cycle and drives them nuts and drives them nuts you know but 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 that's what being a peculiar people means we're not going to look the same as everybody else. We're not be conformed to this world. Yeah, we're not going to be the same form and fashion. If we're the same outside the church, we are inside the church. What's the difference? What are so, we doing it all for? What's the point? What, what is the point? So why do you bother? It's a social club. Why do you bother being quote unquote saved or, or involved in the church world if all you're doing is nothing? Nothing. Yeah, it comes down to nothing. You know, and 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 when nothing. again. What we're trying to do in this podcast it's is not, wake up. Yeah, it's, it's not to attack wake, people. No, it's to get it's you to wake up. To see things with you are. Live a life and actually living for God and not think you're living for God. Yeah. I, this, yeah this, this fake facade paradise that they proclaim to have. This 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 past week, our, our pastor was being very pretty, you know, uh, he was being pretty pretty awesome. I saw him, you know, it's like, if it means that you're going to stop and pray for somebody in the middle of Walmart, yeah, that's what it means. Boldness, yeah. Yeah, it's talking about boldness. I mean, that's what it means. Um, you know, right. if, if it means that, you know, you need to change things up just to get to a, get to like a, a routine in your life. Yeah. It, yeah. That's what it means. You do it because I mean, yeah, the, the as you, everybody's heard this by now, the definition of insanity is just doing it over and over and expecting a different result. It's not going to happen. Right. Right. You know? So anyways, go on. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm jumping. Um, so moving forward, um, Examples of life conditioning. So the first thing I'm going to make with life conditioning is uh, the number one thing you probably see across America and the world as a whole is if you don't succeed at something, you're probably going to give up, which is why we're in poverty. So, uh, well, if you don't, if you don't, if it doesn't work the first time, just give up, try something different. Don't try and don't try and keep with something and, and persevere through it. Or, you know, it's just straight. It's just like a short uh, attention span, something short attention span. Don't want to watch more than three minute video. Uh, uh, don't. Yeah. Um, not even thirty uh, second videos yeah, anymore. You, you, I mean, let, let's be real. Let, let, here, let's just say it out here in the podcast. Our our average statistics is people don't get past eight minutes of these podcasts. Correct. You all probably haven't even. No offense. If you have made it this if far, made this far, we're twenty three are... minutes in. If you made it this far, congratulations, Tim. It's good to see you. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> it's true. But yeah, it's. it's... And, oh, and maybe my mother. Hi. Oh yeah, and Cindy. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to Cindy. And, That's and, right, and probably Tim's mom as well. I think she yep. does watch these. Absolutely, you know. So we, we 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 got some we got some people that really do go holy through. Yeah, but... and maybe even uh, um uh, who else was it that told us they watched? 
Maybe this will be the first podcast we get some comments. Uh, I will listen to the whole thing. <laughs> right? Hey, you know what? That'd be awesome. We'd love to see the comments. <laughs> um, but 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 what that that rolls into the next point that I have, which was, you hear that I was with my 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 first cousins the other day, yesterday, and we were I was at, they're younger than me, and they were asking, I, I was asking, they were asking me questions, and I was like, well, I'm gonna ask you guys a question. What do you want to be when you grow up? You know, basic question. What do you sure. want to be? And um. My one cousin, she said, I want to be a, a a dance teacher and a chef, and I want to be an art teacher. And uh, my her her uh, brother says, you can only be one of those things. You can only pick one career. I'm like, no, that's not true. I'm, and I realize now, you know, that, that that's conditioning to think that you can only have one path in life. Life's forever changing and evolving. You can try different things in life. You don't have to be stuck to one career path. That you know makes you the most money and makes you climb the ranks up in a corporation or something or or uh, uh, you know whatever the ranks may be whether you be uh, RN nursing and climb up or if you're uh, in the military or whatever it may be um, we're conditioned that you gotta pick one path stick with it and that's what you're gonna do the rest of your life till you die right. You know, you know, and in, in, in that talk, I mean, Grant, you may do something better than other things. However, telling somebody that no, you have to just stay on this particular road, no, no, they they, don't. they, they don't. No one does. You, no. you, you're, you are, you are allowed to explore, and you're allowed I mean, to change careers. Yes, you're allowed to do different jobs. And the another, another, you know, misconception is, well, I don't know what I want to be or what I want to do. You, you're supposed to know. No, you're not. No, you don't have to know. No, and, try out different stuff. And, and if that don't make sense, go back and listen to the Purpose Podcast. Yeah, the, follow, um, the one before this. Yeah, the, one, the very last one. That's yeah. So, yeah. So you know, think about school systems. Now, I don't know how much has changed. I've been out of school for quite a while. But here's the thing: you come in, you sit down, they take roll call. They they uh, you know you, you get, maybe maybe you pull out your books or whatever it is. You you go through the process. They, Step after step after step, step bell rings. Next class, do it all over again. Next class, do it all over again. Next class, do it all over again. Yeah, you know, it just it's repeat, repeat, repeat. Do do do, and and that and that's that's it. That but that is not real freedom. But you get 12, 13 years of that. When in reality, come to find out, you can actually get all the schooling you get within twelve years to thirteen years, depending on you know when you're born. Uh, you could have had within two years. And could have been out of school, but we're but for some reason in our society we have to do twelve years and then go to college and spend tremendous amounts of money in in uh in college uh like grants and whatnot. But loans, not grants. But here's another thing I just thought loans, about. So yeah. yeah, loans, not grants. Grants is what they give you. The military. Okay, the thing about the military is here's where they get you. They go, oh well, to come join us. You don't know what you do, want to do with your life? Come join us. We'll give you purpose, and uh, we'll pay for your uh, your college and stuff. All paid for. Yeah. But then they want you to stay and get sucked in and stay within the rest of your life, and they want, you know, to yeah. use you. Now, now, shout out to the military. I mean, you know. No, nothing wrong with the military. No, but. But I'm just you... saying it's a, it's, it's a ploy that we're conditioned that if we don't know what we want to do, well, let's just yeah. go to the military and they, they have ulterior motives to try and right. keep you. But if, if you, but if you, but if you want to see conditioning for the, for the right reasons being done, you know, look, look at boot camp. Boot camp is designed for that reason. And it's, it's, they, they let, yeah. it's, it's known. It's That's a known good conditioning. Thing. That's good conditioning, but they're breaking you down so that you can, 
then be, be built up to something else. Right, right. right. You know, but you know that that's that's that is good conditioning. But but you know, put that in a reverse perspective. You have a consistently manipulative boss, right? Trying to condition you to their will all the time. Mm-hmm. You have the same thing maybe in a school setting. You have the same thing maybe in a church setting. You know, wherever you know, that 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 conditioning is taking away your ability to be free and to to explore to find out who you really are. Right. You know, and you know, but you know, in the military, the difference is is you signed up to have that taken away. You do. Yeah, that's why yeah. there's nothing wrong with the military. No, I'm just saying that there is a if you look at it from an outsider's perspective right. of conditioning, there definitely is a ploy there that well we'll pay for all this if you come join us to do this. It's almost a bribe. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> literally. I mean, and it may work out for some people. I yeah, mean, that's, you that's know, really fine. Yeah, I mean, that may be a person. But I can't tell you how many people I've heard tell me. Well, I, you know, like I asked them, like you know, friends. That are the same age as me. I'm like, well, you know, what do you want to do, like, with your life? Like, what career you want to take? Oh no, I'm just, I'm just gonna go to the military and, you know, go from there and figure it out, which is fine. That's great. Right. But it's, it's an outlet of conditioning that. Well, worst case scenario, I have the military that can pay for everything and hopefully build a life for me. I mean, what's interesting is that you know you may have some of those genius people out there that failed an SAT score. Uh huh. They they couldn't go to college anywhere because they they just couldn't make it. But yet, but yet they might be the they best may be, mechanic, uh, a plane yeah. mechanic you've ever seen. Or, exactly, or you know, or whatever other trade there is. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, best fighter this, jet this, pilot. Yeah, this system broke. This one, yeah, that's what I'm getting. System that's what I'm broke. It's it's indoctrination is what it is. You know, and it's indoctrination not only in the church world but also in the secular world. Right. And, and but it comes down to being conditioned. And we all know our government doesn't have great intentions for us. No, that's, a, that's a, and especially now in 2022. Right now, everybody knows that. Yeah, everybody knows that. Everybody, everybody can agree that our military is not in good standing with its citizens. Okay, well, I wouldn't say military. I'm not military, but the the, 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 uh, the, the, the standing the, government. The, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very rampant. It's it's crossing all news barriers, which is hilarious because. That's, I mean, but yeah, no, well, let's talk about the news for a minute. Yeah, news, massive conditioning aspect. Um, if you see, if you see the same thing every day, you hear the same thing every day, being repeated, repeated, wash, wrench, repeat, yeah, yeah, every day on the news, chances are you're going to believe what they're telling you, right? But that that's if another you're told form. Told a lie of, enough. Yeah, that's a, yeah, yeah, conditioning. It's another form of conditioning. Media. So, so what does that lead to? People do not look into things and research things for themselves. They believe what everybody else tells them. So let's cross that over back to the church world. If you got a, if you're if you're standing if you've been sitting under a single pastor for 15 20 years of your life and you never once went back and read over anything that he he or she said, you yeah. know, then you know what? You're under a form of conditioning because you, you're just believing every now, word that comes out of the mouth. Yeah, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that pastor. I'm saying that you are under that form of conditioning. You are under you have yeah. a responsibility to study the word just as much as your pastor does. Yes. And the same thing in the world. You have responsibility for being humane and human and checking everything out. Right. Yes, we are to ask questions. Yes. You know, you know, but we but this world in both the sector and this and the Christian world, this this entire world is, is basically saying do not ask questions. Right. Do you believe what because I Because then they get away with it. Yeah, they then, get away with the conditioning. Yes. And we're being very vague and believing when I say we could go into heavy topics, we're just choosing not to. Yeah. Um, intentionally, and you know, but there there are so many things that are 
that are uh, just blindly, people are just blindly following. following. I mean, yeah. blindly following. And, it's bad. I mean, and it, and there is no separation between God's people and the world. There is zero. It, 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 it has bled over. And mm-hmm. it's, it's bad. It is repulsive. Um, you know, it's probably an abomination in God's eyes. Probably. Because God is... I can't a, see why it wouldn't be. Yeah, because God God literally wants us to be free, and yet freedom doesn't come with conditioning. No. The, you know, there is only but one condition with God, and that is simply to ask Him through His Son for forgiveness. I mean, that's it. And follow two commandments. Yeah. Love God with all your heart and love your neighbor as yourself. Which so. completely coincides with and, and, what I just said. Yeah and, yeah, and salvation is freely given to you. Yes. No works is going to give you salvation, but that doesn't no. mean that, but works without faith and faith without works, both hand in hand, are dead. Yeah. But so, it doesn't mean it can't your salvation. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if this podcast shows anything, it should show the, the, the dire uh, similarities between both worlds. Because they very much so are the, they, they, they coincide. Yes. It, it, uh, it, that's that's what you know. When you mix something super hot and super cold, it creates lukewarm, and that's what's happening. Happening. Yeah. I mean, we're living that. There's no fine line between both of them. They're totally. No. That's like uh, that's why you see the political world and the church world totally the same thing. I don't care how you look at it. The yeah. politics and church have totally combined. It's combined. And it should not be. Yeah, and it's ugly. It's bad. It's ugly and repulsive. It should never have crossed the line. No. But it did. It did. And it's very evident. Yeah, it, you know. So, I mean, it, you know. So, yeah, so, I mean, going back to what you were saying, you know, we're conditioned to go to school. We're conditioned to go through all that. We're conditioned to, get, to take on a debt we can't repay. Uh, for, for, uh, uh, for college and, and just, oh, you got to build credit. Yeah, build credit. Uh, and some, some, there's been some news discussion of having a, uh, a, like a, a social credit score. I've heard about that. Uh, yeah, so I, don't, I hope that never happens. But there, there's been there's been sci-fi movie after sci-fi movie uh, created on that. Um, the the um, including uh, TV shows. I think I wish I could remember the name of that show. Uh, it was a, it was kind of a Star Trek spoof. Um, it was the name of the ship. The show. I see the uh, I see the characters in my. But anyways, there there, there was a particular uh, show where they they were they were visiting a planet. And again, this is a sci-fi show. They're visiting a planet, and on this planet, you were given uh, ratings of how your social score was. So if you if you did something really bad, the the rest of society would vote you down. And then if you got That's too cool. far down, then you would be uh, sentenced to death. Um. So and if you and, and, and very hard to get people to read like you. So it's kind of a living social experiment, or so like like social media, but in a live scale. That's terrifying. Yeah, it's a very good episode uh, in terms of uh, that ideology there, you know. So, but that would be that would be society conditioning there too, which we do that already. If you don't believe me, the next time you're looking and seeing how many people liked your little doggy photo you put up, then you've been conditioned. <laughs> okay, so true. You've been conditioned. Okay. Shout out to the doggies out there. Okay, world. you know because nobody liked your little 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 kitty cat you know photo, you and you're upset. You've been conditioned. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Yeah. So further on to what I hit on earlier, um, in the biblical term, in the biblical conditioning was uh staying uh within your comfort zone biblically with mm-hmm. churches. Well guess what? 
the same thing in life. We're conditioned to stay, you know, stay in one job and work, like we said, work your whole life in one job. Stay yeah. in your comfort zone. You're comfortable there. You're comfortable working at one job the rest of your life. If you do, that's fine. But there's so much more to life to just to just try. There, there, there is. You know. You know, take take risks in life. You know, I guess is what it comes down to. Well, and, but and they don't want you to do that. But they try and condition you that that's not good. Don't do that. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of elements when it comes to people that don't want to take risks. There, there are. But let, let's let's be a but little let's vague. Let's go to the people who are only yeah. not taking risks because they feel as though their whole life's in jeopardy because of it. Because whole life's in jeopardy. I, I can't. Yeah. Which fundamentally fundamentally means that either a you're trying to control everything within yourself, or right. b you feel like everything will be out of control and you couldn't find yourself trusting God at all. Right. There is not one scenario in the Bible where whenever God was about to do something massive that any of those people had any real control of it. No, they, they, I mean, listen, they had no control. Listen, Moses was leading like 3 million people out of Egypt, all right? And they thought they were ready to go, and yet they had Egypt on their tail wanting to come kill them all. You know, so now we got a big we got a big scene in front of us. Well. Yeah, they're they're throwing a fit. They're like, "Oh my goodness, you you let us out here to die!" And then Moses is like, "No," and then that's when he parted to see. And then of course God provided and slaughtered the enemies. Well, that was the same time that they also provided uh, upon Moses. I think that was Moses complaining when they had to split the rock and get water. Yes. Out of it. Yep. And you know, so you know, point I'm getting at is is that God never God works very spontaneously. Right. In but had, but he, he works did, in the moment. He works in the moment. He works at the right right point in time. He works with uh, precision. But it, to yeah. us, it appears spontaneous. Right. Um. See, in our in our three dimensional living, we like to go. Okay, we're at A now. To get to B, we have to do this, this, and this. C, D, 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 and so on. Right. There's go through there's the alphabet. steps. Steps. Whereas God's like, okay, I'm 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 gonna get you from A to Z, but um, don't worry about how I'm gonna get you there. You're like. Wait a minute. I mean, Gee, I, don't, I don't need to worry at what? all now. What? I'm not in control of how anything. How am I going to cross a? Okay, God. How am I going to cross an ocean with uh, three million people and no boats? Yeah. And there's also actively an army with chariots chasing us that want to kill us. Yeah. Because how? How are you going to get three million people across the sea that fast, huh? Right. You really exactly. just going to magically make that happen, huh? He well, he did. But I'm just saying, like yeah. the, the thought process there is like, okay. Yeah, and that and that's all right. Yeah. Yeah, but again, it was in a moment that the answer was there. Right, but he didn't know how they were going to do that. What, what he's asking us, to, if, if you're free, then what you're going to know is is that it doesn't matter what happens from now in the end because at that moment, God's going to provide whatever it is at that moment. Right. Your faith is in full swing. You know, but if you're if you're under conditioning, okay, I'm going to be so bold to say this. If you were under a, a conditioned spirit, then your ability to operate in faith has got to be minimal. Right. It's no, yeah, minimal. I, I totally agree. I totally agree. It's minimal. You can't have faith. I'm not saying you don't have no faith. I'm just saying you, that. I'm not going to say you have no faith, yeah. but you can't have a sturdy faith, I guess yeah. is the best way to put it. I guess you could have some faith. but I, It's hard for me personally to fathom having faith if, if yeah. you can't act, exercise it. Yeah, I mean. So personally, I just can't fathom having faith if, in that situation. So I, I said something earlier. I want to bring it back. Um, there, there was, There's been times where people get upset at me because they go, they don't understand how I operate and they, they, they feel as though that I'm in the wrong at times. And what they're really seeing is I'm free. I'm not going to live blindly by another person's things unless that the spirit inside me and the spirit that leads me, which is the Holy Spirit, concurs. 
Right. And so if, if I see something that isn't right, no, I'm not going to follow it. Right. You know, and now from that perspective, you're just, you're just following the steps of the Lord. Mm -hmm. But from the outside point of view, they, they think you're being rebellious because right. you're not following a certain set of parameters. Formula. You're not following you know, a, a you know, formula. formula that, you know, that they think that you should follow. Well, there's a word for that. It's it's called a manipulation, which also is a derivative of witchcraft. But why is it these individuals have to push so hard and get upset when you're outside of a formula if it's not their life? Well, because unfortunately, whenever truth operates, it shatters. Uh, it shatters their under their perception of reality. Mm -hmm. It shatters it, and there's going to come a day where there's going to be some things that are going to come to the full fruition. And there's going to be a lot of shattered realities in the near future. Indeed, there will. There really will be. And, you know, you, you, could, you could use an extreme example of all of a sudden Jesus shows up across the whole entire sky. Yeah. And all of a sudden people are like, uh, wait a minute, am I, is am this I, real? Is this real? Am I, in a, am I in a virtual reality or something? What is this? You know, is this is this something is this something out of the movie uh, The Eternals? I mean, you know, I mean, right, you know, right, I mean, right. you know yeah. There, that that's that's a perception, but but you know, if you're operating outside of conditional terms, then nothing is impossible with God. Jesus, okay, you know, we're, let's be honest. When we were talking about this earlier. We're like, man, what are we going to talk about in some of these points? I said, I don't know. It'll just come. Yeah, we were talking about it. This is one. Up. This was, is one of yeah. those moments. Okay. So in in this particular moment, you know, you have how can you be operation in faith with conditions? Jesus said that if you have a little bit of faith, you can tell that mountain over there to move. Right. Well, that shatters reality, by the way. Yeah, because how can you you're just like that's not possible. Wait a minute, you're telling me I can move a physical, humongous, earthly element that's permanently attached to itself. And location. move it over to the over to the sea. Yeah. Just because I thought it. So he was I don't there has been discussion of discussion whether he's being metaphorical or literal, but everything you read there, he was being quite literal. Listen, he said that we would do greater things than even he did as yes. raising the dead. So uh how how much more literal. I mean he was literal. How much more crazy and unfathomable does it get that you could do? So when people when people are living in a truth of not, and not under condition then that means that you recognize the giftings that god has given you and then you take those giftings and start to use them right use them and use them boldly you know so if you're a prophet speak if you're if you're a healer heal if you're if you're one that interprets tongues do so if you're one that speaks it do so if, if you're you know if you're a teacher teach if you're if you're a, if you're a pastor be a pastor i mean so on and so on and so on do what God is giving you what to do and quit putting conditions on God, which is a restriction or a hindrance or grievance against the spirit of God and on yourself. Yes. So then it leads into the question, how do you not be conditioned or how do you be under uh, wrong conditioning? I, I, Evil conditioning is probably a good well, way to put it. I believe strongly first that the Holy Spirit is merciful enough to bring it to our attention for us to recognize. So if we choose not to ignore him, and if you, you first have to recognize that there is a yes. a evil conditioning 
you you can't know. Life. Okay, so for example, this this is kind of grotesque, but let me just say it this way: if you were living in a tribe somewhere off the grid and you grew up and wearing little to no clothing was not not it was it meant nothing to you, right? Okay, um, but then one day you see the rest of the world you've been secluded from, and suddenly you go, "Well, wow, they all are fully clothed. They're all wow, they're wearing different items. Wow, they're doing this." Oh, wow, they have shoes. Um, you know, suddenly your world shatters because you're like, wait a minute, is there something wrong with me? And and, and I'm not saying that to, there is anything wrong with those particular but tribes. But it, it questions but everything they grew up Suddenly with, they were, they were they exposed knew. to something that made them see what they were always doing. Suddenly they don't see it the same anymore. Right. That is exactly what the Spirit of God does to us is he, he, is he will bring things to your attention so you see it. But it's your choice to, uh, it is your choice to, to recognize um, that, it, well, now what do I do with this? So I would say the answer to that is simply you have a choice to make. Yeah. One step at a time. It, it, listen, it's not all going to happen at once. You, you, you know, you're not going to switch overnight. You're not, no, you know, no, absolutely not. But it is one choice at a time. I choose, I choose today to believe. I choose today to take action. I choose today to live free. I choose today to uh, to not live under the, the tyranny of someone else's uh, aspirations. To which you are then giving full consent to the Holy Spirit to allow Him to not be hindered and yes. give you revelations to these whatever these conditions yes. are that are in your life. So if you do that, that's that's the only way you will get out from underneath these conditionings and recondition yourself. Yes. That's the only way. That's the only way. That's it. You know, um, you want to, you know, you want to see God move in a church service. Get out of the way. Yeah, you, you exactly. Wanna, you want, you want, you want to see, you want to see God move in your life outside of church. Stop trying to control it. Stop trying to figure it out. Just let, just let it happen. Exactly. And and be ready to move whenever He tells you to move. You know. Stop worrying about it. Yeah. Don't worry about it. You know, in other words, you might be you might be going down the street somewhere and says God says, "Hey, go over there and talk to that person," and He'll give you the word to say, "Go talk to him." You know, you might you might be uh, you might be uh, you know getting ready to uh, go into a store somewhere, and God says, "Hey, I just need you to make a left and go left." You don't know what that did, why that changed anything, but you did it. Yeah. Okay. You're not in your own conditions. Well, I like to go down this aisle first instead of that aisle. You know what? Change it. There's a reason why. You know, there's always it. a reason. Yeah. Always a reason. I mean, there's. God is, yes, he is an orderly God, but his order does not match our understanding. No, no. Which no. is going to lead directly into the scripture you have uh, listed. So I'm going to have you, go, go ahead and pull that scripture up because I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep on, we'll, <laughs> we'll elaborate on that a little bit here. So our scripture that we have here is Proverbs 3, 5 through 8. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. So putting, putting that in plain English. This scripture is the <laughs> best simple alternative. Not alternative. A simple answer to, uh, to re recondition yourself, to be awake to it. If you're trusting in God with all your being... That means you're allowing the Holy Spirit to be active in your life, listening, and you don't worry about your own understanding of stuff, trying to comprehend stuff. You have to, right. you have to be willing for your reality to change, for for something you don't comprehend, you don't understand, to to be given to you. 
that right. you're like, well, how did I never see this? How did I never know this till now? Don't worry about that. When, when, when a person wakes up and realizes that conditioning is conditioning is actually shackles. Yeah, it's all bondage. It's actually blindfolds. You know, when they, when they, when they actually realize that, it should make a person righteously irritated, if not angry. Yeah. And you, want, you will want to declare war on hell at that point. Because you realize that you were being enslaved, you were being kept in bondage. Not your choice. You, it you, was your choice, but you, you were, were not being aware. kept from the creation that God wanted you to be. Um, you know, it, it, you know, when you wake up to that, your purpose, your purpose, you know, whatever that is, you know, my goodness, this world would be a very different place. Right. Very different. Because then it says, "In all your ways, submit to Him, and He will make your path straight." Yeah, that's just simple. I mean, this, this no. Well, why just, do we need to worry about what's plain. ahead of us? Yeah, I mean, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. Worry is definitely something that's there. Anxiety yeah. is a real thing. Sure, it is. And it, it's it can be rough at days. Like, okay, I don't know where this is. Where you know what's going to happen the next day, or where where my life's going. But it, at the end of the day, we're not in control. But we never have been since day one. Right. Not a single person has been in control of their life. They might think there's a false facade of them being in control of their life, but they've never been in control. No. So when you finally admit that you've never been in control to begin with and accept that, that's so freeing. It is, because suddenly, suddenly you realize it is not my responsibility. It isn't your responsibility. It's not my responsibility that something goes wrong tomorrow. No. Now, 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 that, that's not to say that you made a poor choice. But that's very different. Yeah, it's yeah. very different. But we're talking about trusting God here. Right. You know, we're talking about, you know, okay, I've done all that I can do. I've done, I've, I've been responsible, but I can't control what comes next. I can't control what just happened. Right. So therefore I'm not going to live under that condition of, well, it's your fault that that random thing happened somehow. So, you know, you have to, it's, you know, it's bondage. Exactly. It's bondage. I, you know, there's probably a better, there's probably a better way to describe all this. I just don't have it. I don't know what it is to describe it, but it is the conditioning. Conditioning is not God. We're, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. freedom. Yep, exactly. I'm sorry, but there's no conditioning. There is, well, you didn't quite make the cut, so you can't be here with the spirit of God today because, you know, you didn't do enough uh, repentance or something. You know, yeah. yeah. Off the, off yeah. the list you go. Yep, you're not worthy. Bye-bye. You um, lost your salvation. Yep. See ya. See ya. And yep. how it works, people. No, but that's conditioning. That you're conditioned to that, yeah. yeah. Yep. Fear. Yep. That's a fear tactic. Yeah. Sorry, you. Sorry, fear you, is not. Sorry, what you exactly just, I'm saying. Fear is a liar. Oh. <laughs> we're sorry. We can't. We can't let you operate here because you know you you stole when you were convicted. You're a convicted felon, so we can't allow you to do anything for the Lord. Wow, it what happens. The grace. Yeah, no grace. What happened to people changing? What happened? To, yeah, you could say that too. Conditioning prevents grace. Conditioning prevents mercy. Condition. There's prevents, nothing. It prevents forgiveness. Yeah, there's very little good out of conditioning. The yeah. only conditioning that is good is if it's constructive in the sense of, of conditioning discipline. in the yeah, discipline. Yeah, it, it has to be it has to be positive. But like, most yeah, most conditioning is not positive. Right. No, yeah. it's not. Yeah, and the the fruits of it are evident. You know, if it's if it's positive conditioning, then you'll say, truthfully, you could say positive conditioning is the fact that you're just trusting in God and moving forward. That is conditioning yourself to do something that you've never done before. Right. Versus versus being conditioned. 
Right. Yeah. It's so, so in so a different. sense, yeah, you're in control of that. You're you you are in control of yourself making a decision called free will. Heck, even even let's go back to the military aspect because you know. So even even if you're in boot camp or you're you're ready to go through boot camp, right? The point is, is that you have to choose. You give to, them the authority yes. to condition you to yes. allow them to morph you into what they want you. Yes. They they think you could be, which is be the, the same epitome as what God God is asking for. Exactly. It's the same thing. It's just uh, it's just you're consenting uh, to them to do it. Yeah, it's on a spiritual. You're consenting level. to God to reform and 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 shape you into who He wants you to be, who He always had intended for you to be. Yeah, I I don't know. There's there's so much that there's so much this goes down. It's hard to say, but I I do believe our next podcast is going to be on the difference between being woke and awake. Woke and awake. Yeah. Yeah. That I believe that may be the next podcast, if not the following. Yeah. But you know. But one of the two. That's this is kind of leading right into that, but yeah, I I don't know if there's anything else I can really add. I mean, awesome. we, we've kind of nailed this. Yeah, pretty hard. I mean, and then the rest of it, the rest of the scripture says, "Do not be wise in your own eyes," which you've already hit. Fear the Lord in a in a good fear, not 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 a in a righteous fear. No, respect God and who He is. Okay. Yeah. And shun evil. That's simple. Do not consent to the to the temptations of life and to the to the evil. The evil demonic entities that like to attack you all the day, all the darn time. Right. All, in, in your sleep, when you're awake, mostly when you're asleep, by the way. Personally, I'll say that you know, yeah. the, in your dream world, demonic entities will attack. Oh, That's yeah. when you're the most vulnerable. Do not consent to it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know it sounds crazy, but if you're if you're in a, if you're you, believe it or not, when you dream, it is very possible to become aware. Yes. And you know, you ever heard of lucid dreaming? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Exactly, yeah. it's yeah. a very, so, very real thing. It's a very real thing. God uses it to give people visions and dream and, and you know revelations. Um, you know, but the, the, Satan himself will also use it for opposite reasons. You know, and and you, you know, an ending it says you know it'll be healing to your flesh, refreshment to your bones. What does that mean? It means you will have better health. Yeah, because you're not stressing. You're not exactly. Not stressing. <laughs> it's physical and spiritual. Hey, curious. How many people think think about this? Anybody listening? Just for a moment, think about that one person that's always worried, always stressed out. Worry works. Okay. Think about anxiety that. about everything. Everybody knows at least one person. Now think about the person and think about this. how often do you see them where they have massive arthritis problems or they have some kind of bone issues or just some kind of medical condition or some kind of some kind of a major medical condition. That is not coincidence. They're breaking their body down by wearing. Yes, there's something. It is scientifically proven that stress, that negative, and the negative energy yes. you put off from that makes you sick. Yes, you can cause your. Not saying this happens to most people, but you can cause yourself to bring illness upon yourself. Yes, just by speaking things because out of fear of a, a hypochondriac about oh, i might have this if you speak it well you very well may get it right because you are you you're consenting you're the power to it. Of the tongue you're consenting exactly yes, it's, do it's, not consent it's negative faith in motion yeah versus positive faith exactly in motion. yeah i mean it's it's the same principles so I mean, shun evil yes shun it block it out it cut has it out no it has no authority yeah is it, and the only authority it has is what you get consent to give it you have to you give it's it. It's like it. signing off a contract. Yes. You just go not. Nah. No problem. You may take over my life, and you may, you may, you may cause harm. May do all this to me. 
Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, who you just, can you can come haunt me in my dreams and torture me? And no I, normal person would do that though, but yet we do. You do and don't realize. Yes, it. conditioning. Yeah, conditioning. Have we said conditioning? Have enough? we said that enough? I don't know. I feel like it needs to be said at least five more times. Conditioning. conditioning. So. <laughs> condition, condition, condition. Okay. If you say it too fast, I ain't speaking in tongues. <laughs> oh boy. Woo. <laughs> well, sorry. Okay. I, I hope somebody got something out. I hope somebody made it around. through this whole thing. Yeah. If you it's did, fifty-five minutes. Yeah. Well, you know what? You, I, you needed. They needed. I still got the scripture up there. Hold on. No, nothing. Nothing good. Nothing Listen. good in life comes easy. And so, these podcasts are not going to come easy. No, it's very difficult to do these podcasts. Yes. Many people may not realize that, but it is. Topics are not. I mean, there's. Uh, Plenty of them, but they're hard to convey what you want to say without going overboard. Yeah, well, it's not just that. It's uh, sometimes these topics, they're these topics are considered what's called life changing. They cut um, deep. They cut. They they they're not going to feel good. Um, they're there to wake you up. Uh, you know, this is number seventeen right now here in twenty twenty two in August, and you know, I'm like, wow, at least we've had seventeen good hard-hitting run so far yeah I you know, think so. so you know and that's that that's where it's at because i i'm not gonna i'm gonna be you but i'm not pitter i'm not gonna pitter patter around much longer with with stuff there's, there's gonna it come doesn't matter yeah it you doesn't think matter jesus did no he didn't jesus was very straight cut dry if you like it i'm sorry yeah if so you, I mean, if you don't like it i'm sorry if you do like it well great so for every pharisee and sadducee that i offended out there well i feel accomplished thank you because <laughs> so, even 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 the, yeah. the Pharisees and Sadducees uh, were all like, "Well, Jesus must be, you know, the kingdom of of uh, can, Satan." Can I can I uh, let me let me let me just end on this? They were so upset at Jesus for not going through the cleaning his hands ceremonially before they ate. They were upset at him because he didn't follow a certain tradition, and he didn't follow the okay. I need to clean my hands, and you know, that way ready to eat, and yeah, yeah. Now, I mean. I mean, I mean, maybe they did wash their hands, at least. I don't know. Maybe they didn't. Who knows? But Either way, that was conditioning itself right there yes, in front of your face. It was, yeah, it was. It was uh, you didn't do this. Yeah, and they were always asking, by whose authority do you do this in? Is it the devil? Is it Beelzebub? Clearly. You know, I mean, but there's a reason why they accused him of that. That's what Jesus said. A house divided against itself cannot stand. Right. So, yeah, he, so he was very clear about kingdom that. kingdom divided itself. Yeah, he was clear about that because he's like, no. Yeah, there's no con- no we don't we're not following these these conditions right yeah. he was breaking the mold the whole reason for the law to have been presented the way it was was to show you that there's never enough for you to be able to do anyways you cannot do enough conditions to be good there's enough for nothing God. you can do to redeem yourself nothing except for follow faith yeah faith and that faith is literally it's, just, following it's frustrating Jesus. that it's not frustrating that it's frustrating that um, it's been misconstrued so bad that people, it's so simple, yet people have been conditioned to not accept something so simple. Like, it can't right. be that easy. No, it can't be that simple. There but no it way. is. It can't. But it so is. I, I get kind of frustrated when it's brought up because I just, I just, it's frustrating that the demonic entities behind this were able to mask it so well right and, and the re and the reason for our frustration is because we if everybody would start to wake up to this and, and realize, realize it, it the we would have the first we would have the first gen church again yeah we, we we would have the the apostles we would have people walking in spiritual authority and power again that was the that was building your church on a rock yeah that we would have that again and Foundation. the reason why it's not here 
is because of the it's been stolen. It's been a mass manipulation. Uh huh. You know, it's been stolen. Yeah, exactly. It's been stolen. Yeah. And that's what's so frustrating. And because... when you realize that you've been robbed. Yeah, and, and you're in slavery, not goodness. by your own knowledge until you wake up to it. Then you have a decision to make once you yeah. wake up to it. But until you realize it, it wasn't something you consented to begin with, quite honestly. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to stop right there. Yeah, I, next, think, the next, I think we hit it. Yeah, the next, ne- the next podcast or soon to follow will be the difference between awake and awoke or awoke and that'll awake. Be a, that'll, be a, that'll be a deep one yeah. if this was pretty deep. Yep. Yeah. So. But, uh, yep, um, I already displayed the outro, so okay. I had it playing while we were rolling through. Cool. So. All right, well, until next time, and we'll see you later. Yep.